0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees.
2: Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Doris Freer and I'm Kate Spencer. And we're not experts. We're just two friends
1: who like to talk a lot about serums in 2019. What what? Welcome to the new year. Yeah. But welcome also to the
2: same old mini episodes where we take your questions, comments, concerns, suggestions Opinions. Yeah. songs and you can leave those for us by voicemail at 781-591-0390 and our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com we love to hear from you we do so please check in with us yeah zap us on the voicemail zap us on whatever zapping tool you use yeah, whatever kind of zapping you prefer <laughs>
1: Dory, it feels great to be here. Indeed. Um, Can I read this email to start us off? I would truly like nothing more, Kate. Hi, Kate and Dory. It starts. I loved your recent mini episode talking about having some sort of culture club once a month. When I lived in Brooklyn, I was in Media Women Long Reads Club, where we met once a month to talk about a particular piece. Idea came from Cup of Joe, which is, is a website. When I moved to North Carolina, I figured it would be a good way to make new friends, so I started my own. Today, our Long Reads Club has forty women on the distribution list, and we meet once a month on a Sunday afternoon. Sometimes. We'll meet at someone's house and snack on homemade treats, or we'll try a brewery or coffee shop with a decent amount of space for a group. It's been such an amazing way to meet new people and form strong relationships. 10 out of 10 would recommend. This is so great. I like this better than a book club. Yes, me too. Because the commitment level is way more manageable. It is. I want to suggest this to my book clubs because I'm so bad at reading the books. Mm. Uh, I wonder how this listener, like, what a bold move.
2: I figured it would be a good
1: way to make friends. So I just started a club. Like what? I would never have the courage. I'm curious. I, I would love to know, listener, if you want to write back. How did you find these people? Did you post it on the internet Were they people you knew? Was it like you invited one friend and then they brought five friends? I'm also curious how many people generally show up. Yes, because one of the challenges I find with any of these sort of like group activities is that everyone's like, woohoo, and then two days before, and this might just be local to our, where we
2: live. But then everyone's like,
1: sorry, I've got other things or I'm sick. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: mean, the book club that I am in meets once every two months. So it's really low commitment you have a long time to read the book. I like that. And they decide on the next date like basically at the previous meeting. So you have 2 months notice and then the same thing happens. Right. I mean, you can there's plan probably ahead. like 20 people on the list and at the last book club I went to there were four of us. Which,
1: you know, is fine. Totally. It is what it is. Yes. But I would love
2: I would love to know more about this long reads. And maybe people in North Carolina are just less flaky. Maybe they're more committed or to less. Com- yeah, they're they're more committed to, to book club or articles club.
1: Long long reads club. Long
2: reads club. Excuse me. The other
1: question I have for this listener, or for people who organize any sort of like social club gathering, is how do you like? Does, for example, my mother in law's book club? I believe they all vote every month on their book. My, my mom's clubs. book
2: club selects books for the year once oh, a year. Oh, wow. Everyone comes with a suggestion. Oh, that's cool. And, but the, and is every suggestion honored? I believe they either have a discussion or a vote. But everyone, I think, is expected to come with at least one suggestion. That's cool. And then they plan out the books for the whole year. That's really smart. Yeah. Because then you could get a jump on your reading. Yes. And then, you know, you have time to like take them out from the library and like, you know, all that stuff. That is hard because I know for our library, sometimes there's like a 40 person wait for a book. Yes. So you got to get on that
1: list early.
2: Yeah, I mean I'm on hold with the LA Public Library for some books and I'm number like two hundred and fifty-six. Yeah. You know? yeah.
1: <laughs> um anyway. We've got a voicemail that I thought was kind of interesting and fun and I wanted to share it. Great. And you've heard it too, so you're into it as well. Here we go.
3: Hi, Kate and Dory. I am calling because of course I love the podcast but i always listen and i'm so excited about kate's costco obsession so i'm calling just to tell you kate every year i work for this fantastic company and they don't do major holiday bonuses or anything but the thing that they do do for all of us as employees i thought you'd be so happy to know this is we have a costco day where the company rents out a large costco building they pay the employees the extra time to be there for a couple of hours and all of us get a 100 dollars costco cash card and time to just shop on our own through costco totally alone They have breakfast, refreshments, just little things. It's like a huge thankful thing that our company does for us. And it's just so kind and so generous of them. And um, this week was our Costco event. And, of course, I heard you talking about Costco just recently on the pod. And I just thought you would be so happy to know um, how wonderful Costco is to accommodate our company about, you know, doing that. But also just how wonderful of companies there are out there to work for. Thanks, guys. Love the podcast. Go Costco. Bye.
1: All I can say is, wow. I'm glad to know there are good companies out there because I feel like most of the time the vibe is like, boy, I wish there were more good companies to work for. How did you find this mythical place where your organization pays you <laughs>
2: shuts down a Costco. <laughs> what is this what,
1: like my biggest question after this voicemail is like what is the where do you work? And also like how do we even come up with that idea? I know. I love like some CEO was like, um, I've got it. We're going to pay a Costco to be open only to our employees for six hours with breakfast. Everyone's going to get a $100 gift card. Like, really? Where this from? The employees just leisurely shop for the day? Yeah. Now, I will say, I wish your company gave you more money. Ooh, I mean, not to be controversial, no, but a hundred bucks at Costco I could spend very easily. Totally. I mean, look, one thing of organic raspberries was seventy seven nine. Wait, I can't talk. Seven ninety nine this week at my Costco. But how big was it? It's big, but but that was a that's higher than normal. Yes. I notice when things change. Yes, yes. So you know, I'd be curious how you make that one hundred dollars work. Do you get a bunch of rotisserie chickens?
2: <laughs> Uh, hot dogs at the food court. What what a fascinating world. Um, I mean, could you imagine if your company sent you to a Costco? No, I'm like, I've never heard of anything like this. I'm fascinated and impressed, but also confused. (laughs) I mean, my other question is, would you
1: prefer the $100 plus the time you out, like the time you worked in pay as opposed to just going to a Costco and shopping. I don't know. It sounds like you really enjoy great it though, listeners. Question. But, but I do think what's interesting are companies that show their appreciation to their employees. Yes. And this seems like a way. Yes. And you sound like you feel very valued, which totally. I think is really great. So yes. congratulations on landing a cool job that pays you to go. Shop you know, at Costco. Buy a five pound bag of almonds. Uh, Dory, this next voicemail.
2: I, I, okay, let's just play it. (laughs) Hold on.
1: I'm queuing it up. Here it comes.
3: Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Natika calling
0: from beautiful Paris, France. And why that's relevant is because I'm kind of almost only here because of Forever 35 and the Facebook community. Um, A few months ago, I posted on the Facebook group that My boyfriend broke up with me like three days after planning this romantic birthday trip to Paris for me. um, And I felt really conflicted about whether I should go or not um, because I'd never traveled alone and I was really nervous. Um, But everybody in the Facebook group, it feels like came out to tell me that I'd be absolutely insane not to go and that I absolutely had to do this for myself. And I am here and I am happy and I've already met so many amazing people while I'm here and I'm just staring into all the French pharmacies, uh, regretting that I can't check any luggage and bring any of it back. But I am so grateful for everyone in the or 35 universe. Thank you guys so much for getting me to this point. And thank you, uh, Kate and Dory, for creating this amazing podcast. And community for so many women to just feel supported and get their lives together. So I love you guys. Mwah.
1: Oh. Bonjour, Natika. Um...
2: I mean, Fuck yes, this is so great that you went. I remember when she posted this in the Facebook group. I, I did not. I was not aware of this. Yes, I remember this. And it it, it was very sad. And she and she was like, I, I don't think I can go. And all these people were like, you must go. I fucking love that and you she went. went. I love that you called from Paris. I know love everything about this so I much do too. And,
1: and like what a brave thing yes. to do. It's so great. You sound like you're having the time of your life. And it, I imagine like 10, 20 years from now, this will be such a memorable experience yes. for you. So I hope you're eating so much cheese if you're a cheese eater mm. and just enjoying every second of your trip. Thank you so much for this update. Made our made our freaking week. It really did. <sighs>
2: oh. well, we're going to take a short break.
1: dot com slash forever 35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince dot com slash forever 35
2: all right so we also got an email from someone asking us about bridesmaids i think you should read this one because it mentions you okay it does I think it was Dory that mentioned you didn't have bridesmaids for your wedding. And I was wondering if you could talk about your experience with this and how things played out leading up to and on the big day. I'm getting married in the next year and my fiance and I are talking about not having a bridal party. We both have many great friends that we could easily ask to be in a bridal party, But at the end of the day, we kind of wonder what's the point and what function does a bridal party even have? We aren't traditional at all. And I've sworn up and down that I would never put friends through the demanding bridesmaid nightmares that I myself have endured. I guess my biggest question to you is, were there any times during your wedding planning or on the day that you thought, I wish I had bridesmaids? Who did you get ready with on the day? And did you have anyone walk down the aisle before you? I'm so curious to hear about your experience and how it all worked out, how it all worked and how you came to this decision. Um, so I did not have bridesmaids, but I did have a maid of honor who was my sister. So I guess I had like one bridesmaid. Did you have friends getting ready with you that day? So including Karen? Yeah. So the day of my wedding, I had, um, my hair and makeup person come to my hotel room and I also had them do my, sister's hair and makeup, my mom's hair and makeup, and my mother-in-law's hair and makeup. And then I said, I think I emailed all the, all the women in, you know, who came and said, we're going to be hanging out, getting ready. Feel free to come by. Like I got food and, you know, yeah. it was just, and people came like throughout the day just to like say hi. And Yeah. You certainly don't have to
1: only have bridesmaids get ready with you. No,
2: no. Um, and, you know, I was just, yeah, like, I feel like I, that that's something that I, I, I feel good about kind of how that all went down. Um, And then in terms of like other stuff, did did Karen, your maid of honor, did she walk down the aisle before you or was she? I can't remember. I was there. I can't remember either. She might, I think she might have. Um, My husband had two best men because his two best friends are brothers. Oh, that's so cool. So that was like, how could you choose? How could you choose? Um, and he's, and he's best friends with both of them. Yeah. Um, I think they might've walked down the aisle before me, but I don't, I honestly don't remember. Um, and then in terms of like other things, I don't know what other things, (laughs) like my sister planned my bachelorette weekend, which was at, excuse me, a friend of mine has a house in upstate New York, and he just let us all come there. Like eight of us went up there for a weekend and we just hung out. It was very low key. It wasn't like, you know, wear your tank top with my wedding hashtag on it. Or, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, oh, but I
1: wish it was. Yes.
2: Um. So, yeah, there wasn't. And even that there wasn't like a ton to plan. It was just like, oh, Mark's going to let us use his house. he was going to be there too and just show up, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I think, you know, it sounds like, I mean, you're asking what function
1: does a bridal party even have? And that's, I think the question is like, what do you want it to have? Yeah. And it, and you can still honor friends and people in your life without having to establish a bridal party. I mean, your wedding, your wedding can be whatever you want it to be Yeah, and no one is going to not feel like recognized but, you know, I, I just think no, it's your wedding. You I, get to be recognized. I was at a lovely wedding where like the whole two people let us in a song and then we all sang the chorus in the in the, you know, mm. audi- audience of the wedding. And it was a, it was wonderful. Like, it doesn't, you know, my brother eloped like it can be can be whatever you want it to be. I don't think you have to you certainly don't have to have a a wedding party if it doesn't like it's not what you need. No. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Um, I think you should read this next one. Okay. It's long.
1: I'm currently 37 weeks pregnant, so I've been closely following Dory's pregnancy journey and updates. My pregnancy has been very miserable, and since 16 weeks, have had horrible nausea and vomiting and just haven't felt like myself, nor have I been able to do the things that I either enjoy or am good at in either my personal life or at work. I also got some supernatal – excuse me. I also got some super fun prenatal depression – believe that's sarcasm on top of my normal anxiety and that added another layer of fun to deal with thank goodness for my therapist and my psychiatrist I guess my question is this, how do you recommend getting back to myself once the baby comes? I'm worried that figuring out motherhood and how to be a good spouse and a mom at the same time won't leave any room for me to be me. And I'm worried that I'm not even sure what that is anymore. Like after so many months feeling miserable, will I even like doing the things that brought me joy before? Will I even know how to care for myself when I've been putting this baby first for the last 10 months? Would love your ideas on how to weather this tough yet exciting transition time and retain some sense of self.
2: I mean, I would love to know that too. So Kate, what do you think? Well, the good news is I solved this and perfected it (laughs) and was so awesome
1: at it. No, JK, everybody. I think the answer is that you are constantly figuring out motherhood. You are constantly thinking about how to be a good partner and parent and also navigating how to make room for yourself, to yeah. be yourself and to honor yourself and take time for yourself. And that is a never-ending journey once you introduce a child into your life and whatever way that child comes into it. Um, and the things you like doing before may not bring you joy. What I can tell you is that you will discover new things that bring you joy because you are an evolving person whether you have kids or not. That's, the, that's all of our stories i think the things that we loved at 20 might be different at 40 and will you know how to care for yourself um i think you're doing i think because you're already thinking about it it's important for you and i I think that is really important because you can get swept up in caring for others Mm. and you know um Having a new baby, being pregnant, as as Dory has described and you've described, listener, can be really grueling. Having a new baby, whether it's a baby you give birth to or a foster or adopted baby or what have you, surrogates baby, that's exhausting, and you are putting someone else first, and that sometimes that's just how it is for a little bit. Um, I know, like when my first child was four weeks old, I like. I don't know if I had postpartum depression or if it was just, uh, you know, whatever exhaustion hormones. Um, but I like locked myself in the bathroom and cried for an hour. And my husband was like, hey, why don't you take yourself out to lunch and go get a manicure, do whatever you want to do. And I, we've got breast milk pumped, like, we'll be fine. Like, go out, go away, you know, and that was helpful. Um, and so I would say like, Find way, you know, be conscious of finding a little bit of moments that are just still for you. Um, And also just make sure to like, you know, have your spouse or partner be aware of your needs because sometimes somebody else might need to speak up. You know what I'm saying? I do. I feel like there's so much more to say on this topic and I'm not even sure where to begin, but I will say like, I mean, part of the reason that you know, this converse, the conversations we have on this podcast are of value to me is because I think they are about retaining some sense of self. And there have been moments in my life where that has been completely lost. And I will say I've lost it in relationship, like it hasn't just mm-hmm. been because of kids, like I've lost it with certain partners, you know, that's, we can lose pieces, we can lose ourselves sometime. Totally. And so reclaiming um, time and energy just for ourselves is a constant Practice.
2: Have you ever listened to the podcast The Longest Shortest Time? Why, I have. Because I, excellent. I have not, but I feel like that is a podcast that often gets recommended. Um, and that might be a helpful one to listen to. Yeah,
1: there, that's an excellent podcast about parenting and motherhood. Um, and I would definitely recommend it. And I, I would just say like, you know, um, uh, nope, I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, th- I think, I think you're aware of it, listener. And, and these are all, no, here's what I will say. I had a lot of, um, every time my two pregnancies, like the first time I was worried about my career and what it would mean. And the second time I was worried I was going to be screwing this up for my first kid by adding a second kid. You're, you're, there's always worries and fears yeah. that come along with these transitions. And we don't, you know, I don't think, I think you can plan for them, but you won't know until you're in it. So um, it's wonderful of you to be thinking ahead and also just, you know, try to also care for yourself now. I think that's great advice. (sighs) Oh, well, we could talk about that forever. I'm sure someone might have some helpful suggestions. So please weigh in. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning... Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them, and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because rust new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Dory, we have one last um, voicemail here Let's hear that it. I'd like to play
4: hi kate and dory i absolutely love your podcast i love you guys so much um i just wanted to thank you because wow fall 2019 has sucked uh my husband was diagnosed with a glioblastoma he's doing chemotherapy and radiation i've got twin toddlers and yeah you know life could not be harder but your podcast is so amazing. Uh, when I get a second to care for myself, I listen to it. I laugh. Uh, major shout out to your Midwest correspondent, Nora McInerney, um, whose husband also dealt with a GBM and just knowing you guys are there uh, really helps. But anyway, I am calling in with a recommendation. Um, like I said, I have twins who just turned two i had a c-section i have spent the last two years really really hating my c-section scar uh, it formed a keloid um and like that's the thing that sucks i've had keloids before uh some people are prone to them they're not like regular scars they itch they have like weird tingling uh they look not so great and nobody has ever told me anything that worked, and I finally found something that actually worked to get rid of it and make it feel better. It's these silicone scar sheets. Um, the brand is called Scar Away. Um, they even make ones that are specifically for C-section scars. You just put your little silicone sheet over the scar. You can wear it all day. You take it off when you take a shower. Uh, you put it back on. Uh, a two-month supply is $17.95 on Amazon, and they are amazing. Um, I've been using it like a month. My scar looks significantly better. It feels better. Um, anybody out there who has scars they don't like or a keloid scar, uh, a C-section scar, Dory, if you end up having a C-section and you don't like your scar, um, I cannot recommend this product enough. I wish my dermatologist had told me I wish my OB had told me that there was something I could do. Um, anyway, my life is not doing so great right now. Uh, but I'm very thankful for the forever 35 podcast, Facebook group. Um, just wanted to send that out there and, uh, thanks so much for doing what you do guys.
1: Listener, we're super here for you yeah in the in your earbuds um thank you so much for calling in i just wanted to send all our loving vibes towards you and say that if you are on facebook and in the facebook group i bet there might be a community of support there for you as well yeah um of course nora is an incredible resource so lean on her she's amazing Uh, what
2: is a keloid scar
1: well a keloid scar is like from my understanding I don't think I have it I did have a c-section with my first daughter and I think a keloid scar is like kind of a more knotty bigger Mm. like piece of scar tissue okay Uh, because I googled it and of course, the Google imagery was overwhelming yeah, and probably I'm not pass on that. Yes. But some of the things that you mentioned are things I experienced with my C-section scar that lasted for a very long time, including like tingling, itchiness, burning. Dory is scrunching her face. It's not fun. And I don't love my C-section scar. So I might I, I thought this was really interesting because there's so much stuff that I have found that happens around like childbirth and labor that like you just never hear about. Like, for example, I got a spinal headache um, as a result of having a spinal, because this is a long story. You don't need to hear my whole birth story, but just know I got a spinal headache. And I had never even heard of a spinal headache. i never heard of any side effects from happening with an epidural or a spinal. I, I just had no clue. And so I think it's really important to mention this stuff because oftentimes the only way we find out is from our peers who have gone through it. The dermatologist doesn't tell us. The OB doesn't tell us. No disrespect. Doctors, you're the best. We value you. But sometimes, like, it doesn't, you know, doesn't come up. So I'm going to check this stuff out. And also my husband has, like, really crazy scarring on his shoulder from a Mm. recent little tiny surgery thing. That he feels is not great, so I was gonna, I was gonna get some of this. Yeah, yeah, go for it. But C-section scars are a whole thing. Yeah, and healing from a C-section is a, is a journey. We should talk about it another time. Yeah. Well, this brings us to the end, Dory. Let us conclude our first mini episode of the new year. Let us conclude it. <laughs> it has been concluded. It has been concluded. <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for calling emailing and listening we really appreciate it have a great day
2: bye bye